It's time to end the cycles of trauma, drama, and abuse. Welcome to our podcast, Common Sense Conversations. I'm Jackie Dona. I'm Danielle. I'm Joy. I'm Lorraine London Polite, and our vision is to seek communities that practice a higher standard of care for themselves and for others. Through our discussions, we hope to provide opportunities to acknowledge the hurt, pain, and dysfunction we have all experienced, then take steps towards living a healthier lifestyle. Join us weekly for practical discussions as we expand on the conversations we have on our YouTube channel, also called Common Sense Conversations. These conversations cause us to challenge our current realities, but we recognize that in order to grow, we have to be willing to take a different path. Are you ready? Let's start right now. Well, first of all, it's great to see you all um, virtually, but still seeing your faces. Um, And I wasn't there for our Black History Month video, uh, but looking back at the conversation, I definitely think there's so much more there that we could, you know, expand on and ways in which that we can apply it to our community because, I mean, we all know that Black History Month uh, is more than just the 28 days of February for us. It's something that we and our communities are living every single day. Um, and I wanted to first dive a little bit into part one. Uh, I think that the question of the interesting relationship that Black women have to the Black community is something that's not talked about enough. Uh, especially over the past few years with, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and uh, the rise in violence, or not even the rise, but the more public uh, viewing of violence towards the Black community, uh, Black women are often erased in a lot of the narratives, which is something that was brought up in the conversation. So, um, what I think what what the real question would be at this point is what are what are the ways in which Black women maybe people don't know the ways in which Black women are really supporting the community maybe people aren't aware of how how strongly Black women stand for Black people um, maybe there are even uh, stereotypes about Black women that hinder the ability of other people in the Black community to appreciate Black women and women presenting Black women. Um, so, uh, you know, what are the stereotypes? What are the things? What are the contributions? Why, why is it so hard as a Black woman to deal with Black History Month? Yeah, I think... Um... The first stereotype that comes to my mind is um, the angry Black woman, which I feel like there's there's been more conversation about in the past few years of kind of trying to like deconstruct that idea. Um, but yeah, just the idea that Black women are always angry or always bitter or, you know, like they're just mad all the time for no reason and just have an attitude and... Um, yeah, I think a lot of people try to 
make it seem as though black women don't deserve to be treated well because they're angry all the time, you know, um, which I think not, is false for several reasons. Like number one, black women are not angry all the time. You know, like black women laugh, black women love, like we do so many other things. Um, but then on the other side of it, like there are a lot of reasons for black women to be angry, you know, and if black women are angry, that's okay too. And that also does not mean that they don't deserve to be treated well and to be respected and to be loved and to be stood up for and protected. Like you get to be angry and have all of those things because, you know, nine times out of 10, the anger is justified. Yeah, I think that that's definitely the first one that comes to my head. The, you know, the one that Joy just mentioned, the angry black woman. Um, two more come to my mind that I've seen perpetuated in the media for sure. Um, and one of them is the Jezebel. So that is this idea that there is a certain type of black woman who is over-sexualized and they're viewed as people who are just sexual objects. And there's also this other side to it where this is the type of black woman who will steal your man. And I think of Olivia Pope. You know, there's this successful black woman who is sleeping with someone's husband. You know, I think of so many times in media where there are black women who are portrayed like that. Someone who is, you know, very just sexual in nature. Sometimes they're very strong in their, their career. Um, things of that sort. Then I also think of the other stereotype called the mammy. So that's like the the auntie who typically in movies, she's a little heavier and she's the nurturer, she's the mother, she takes care of everybody and she's not viewed, sec viewed sexually at all in, in, um, in how she just lives and behaves. And I think what's really unfortunate about these stereotypes is that they box black women in like joy was saying like the black woman is complex the black woman is diverse and the fact that there are these certain stereotypes that have been perpetuated every time someone might see someone who looks like this character that they saw in this movie they automatically put them in that box and it's hard for them in their mind to take them outside of that box and so, yeah, those are two other stereotypes that come to mind when I think of Black women in the boxes that we're put in. I think for me, I think um, one of the biggest stereotypes for me is this, that this Black woman has to be strong, the strong Black woman, right? Not just an angry, not just Jezebel, not just Mammy, but overall, you have to be strong, right? You have to be the one that takes care of everything. You have to deal with... Um, if there's abuse, deal with it. If there is abandonment, you deal with it. And it starts early on. There isn't even an opportunity for young Black girls to just be young Black girls, to just grow up and have a beautiful childhood, to be cuddled and loved and um, make mistakes without being stereotyped. No, as a Black girl, you have to be strong. You have to put up with things you have to understand that there are men who look at you and think you're a woman because of the shape that you have because of 
the tonality of your voice because of your skin color. They see you as something and therefore you must be strong. And it's not just perpetuated by the majority, right? It's not just perpetuated by um, the white people. It's perpetuated in our own cultures. We perpetuate the fact that black women have to be strong. You know, it is an unfortunate, um, dysfunctional, unhealthy stereotype that we live with, that even the four of us live with every day, pull it together. You know, how many times have we told ourselves that? How many times have we indirectly been told that? And it's so damaging. And I think, I think that, you know, we, we talk about, you know, in our, the first video, you know, we talk about the black man and the effect that they have on us, but really it's this idea that we aren't protected and we can't just be, we don't get to just live. We don't get the space where we can look in the mirror and, and, and appreciate ourselves for who we are and be loved by who we are. We have to be loved by a stereotype. We have to understand what box we fit in and navigate that way. And I think there's so many, obviously there's so many examples, especially in media that show the strong black woman, right? Olivia Pope is one. She's a strong black woman, but she's a Jezebel. Um, Gabrielle Union, especially in a lot of the roles that she plays, she is the strong black woman, right? Whether she is um, the villain or she's the hero, you ha she has to be the strong black woman, right? She has to pull everything together. And I, and, and I think that's unfortunately one of the stereotypes that affect, affect us um, the most. I, um, when you mentioned that strong black woman idea, it reminded me of something I saw on Instagram and I can't find it yet, but I'm paraphrasing. It's just this concept that I no longer want to be called strong, you know, and other black women that I follow on Instagram were posting it, but it's the idea. It's not because I'm not strong, but it's because that label makes it seem as if there's nothing that, it doesn't give me the room to fully express everything I'm going through. And even in, I think about in small ways too, just something as simple as a black woman taking a personal day from work or a black woman being able to call in sick or even a black woman talking to a medical professional. Um, I was talking to some of the black women that I work with uh, at my job and we were saying how, you know, there's some other coworkers who, someone who literally said, oh, I'm taking a personal day to work in my garden, where there are times when black women on staff, literal, you wake up with a literal migraine or you're physically in pain or just something happened and you're carrying all of that while still doing your job and not taking that day because of what it will look like. And so um, I think it's interesting how that label has transformed, but also when it comes to Black History Month and the, you know, the movement of the Black community, it's built on strong Black women. 
you know, it's women that have constantly moved the movement forward. It's women who have constantly done the groundwork. And then it's black men who have been the face of it. So I do believe that in this day and age, that is changing to some extent. But what do you all think? Like, what will Black History Month, what will celebration of Black culture, Black people, what will the movement for the Black community look like as women like the four of us are in some ways reclaiming the definitions of Black womanhood and allowing ourselves to set that definition as opposed to the these stereotypes and these labels that have been put on us to box us in. So what does what does that look like and what relationship do we as black women have to the black community now with this you know newfound or more vocal self-expression and self-identification i think for me one of the the crucial areas of balance is when people hear us talk about this I think they're they're going to go to the extreme, like as if we're trying to take away the voices or away the emphasis that we have on supporting our Black men and making sure that they're safe and they're protected, which has never been the case, you know, and so I hope that people understand that we are very clear and expressing we love our Black men, we want them protected. You know, I want to raise my son to know that he has a he has support, that we will support him and we advocate for him and we will protect him. But the opposite side or the balance side, not opposite, but the balance side is as we realize that we are the ones who will have to create our space that we will have to take care of figuring out how to protect ourselves and how to emphasize our needs. It's unfortunate. Yes. It's unfortunate that we don't have someone else that will um, ride in like a hero and say, don't worry, I'll do it for you. You won't have to do it. That's the dream, right? That's, that's what we wish. But because the more that we settle the more that Black Lives Matter and we realize, hey, we started Black Lives Matter as women, but Black Lives Matter are, has only been for men, right? Or mainstream has at least made it seem that it's only for men, to protect our men. We have to now take the stands to rebalance that. And so, hey, yeah, Black Lives Matter. And here's what we're doing for the men in our lives and the men in our community, but also Here's the emphasis for us. Here is our space to be protected. Here is our space to make sure that our voices are heard. Um, and I think it's going to happen. We're going to not only be more creative and innovative, but we're going to not only need to, because we've seen that, but we're going to have to be more vocal and say, no, there's nothing wrong with the movement on Black men matter. But here's what it looks like for us now. We need organizations that support us. We need um, you know, spaces and organizations that say, um, for all the single women out there who are, who are trying to raise kids, and it's almost impossible, to, depending on economic level, to raise a child and be present for them and have to work minimum wage and have to work. It is impossible 
to be able to raise children alone fighting with the economic status of this country, right? Especially if you don't have a good community around you to support you. So we need organizations that support us. We need organizations that say, hey, yes, the, the men in your life have left and you have had to take the strong black woman role, but here's what we are going to do for you, for each other, to make sure that we, we have the opportunity to raise our kids better, to make sure that they're emotionally healthy, to make sure that you're emotionally healthy and not broken and having negative coping mechanisms because you're fighting against all of the things that um, you know, we're dealing with on a regular basis. And I think that that's gonna be the major shift is we're going to now have to create and will be creating spaces for us and all of the energy that we've put to the rest of the world and the rest of the community will now be um transitioned more to us which i think is amazing yeah i think kind of to to just like emphasize a point that you were making lorraine um unfortunately like it's always going to be on the person who has the disadvantaged role in the in society or in relationships to be the one to try to make a shift you know um like as as harsh as this might sound or as unfortunate as this might sound like black men are not and unless unless something is pointed out to them and they recognize that there is an issue in the way that things have been functioning in our communities for a long time Black men are not necessarily motivated to change the dynamics that currently exist between Black men and Black women, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it, as much as it sucks, like, it's on, like, Black women to be the ones to, like, stand up for ourselves and to fight for change. And, like, you know, we wish that that would be different. It's just, like, how we look at other, like, movements in society. Like, we wish that, you know, that the top 1% and the people who have money and the people who have resources and the people who have power would be the ones to say, there's a problem in our system. And because we have power and resources, we're gonna try to do something to change it. But it has to be the people who are in the disadvantaged position to say like, hey, no, this is not, like we will no longer allow this for ourselves and we're gonna do something to change it. And unfortunately, despite the fact that black women have already been the ones like fighting so hard for the black community and for black men and you know have done so much that they've never gotten credit for throughout history unfortunately it will continue to be us who fight to say like no we're going to change the dynamics we're going to create spaces for ourselves we're going to create a more balanced way of living so that you know we don't have to sacrifice ourselves in order to keep the movement going yeah, and I think, you know, like we were saying, we've already started to do that. Like us personally, and then on like a global scale, women have been, we've been pulling the whole cart. Like, let's be honest. And, you know, we've started to try to implement more balance in different areas of our lives as we grow, as we go to therapy, as we just learn about different things. And I think, unfortunately, we have and will continue to feel pushback from men, sometimes black men, um, sometimes men of other races, because of the system that's set up, because it's a patriarchal system, um, which I think, 
it's not going to stop us. Like Lorraine was saying, like, we're going to keep pushing for balance and we're going to, you know, eventually get to a place where it might not be remedied entirely, but, you know, it'll be more balanced and we'll feel like our voices are heard more. And so I think that, yeah, it seems like such a huge task, but it's literally what we've been doing our entire lives. And the pushback is also going to come from women. Let's be honest, right? I think that um, we would we would be, uh, I don't want to say ignorant, but naive to say that there isn't going to be a, a large a majority of or a large portion of women who are going to be questioning everything that we say. But that's just that's just how the reality, and we have to understand that based on what the goal is. And the goal is everyone gets a space and everyone gets to be protected. And so, and we deserve that protection and we deserve that space too. You know, we deserve just as many resources as we put to others. We also deserve that amount of support, you know, and elevation, right? And so I think, I think that if we can acknowledge if we can acknowledge this is how it's been for so long oh, and there hasn't been a shift and now it's our turn to create the shift for ourselves because we're creating the shift for ourselves. Hey, um, no offense everyone, but um, we are going to make sure that especially during black history month, we don't just get to elevate um, the small things that women have done, but then also talk about all of the violence and stuff that have happened to our black men. We also get to say the prominent, the, there is a prominent portion that includes the support that we have had to all of the black men that we love and care about. And we ask for support so that we can raise children to understand um, how to be emotionally healthy so that they can grow up and be better human beings because it's on us, our duty to raise the children in our community. And we can no longer do that alone, pretending that because we're strong black women, we have the ability to do it all. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. We hope you enjoyed part one and part two is going to be just as good. Don't forget to subscribe to our show and be sure to rate us and review us if you tuned in on Apple Podcasts. Links to all our social media and our website can be found in the show notes. We'll talk to you next time.